you know, I, I believe that the biggest thing you can do is do your inner work because we lead by example, not by what we say. Our kids watch what we do and they don't listen to what we say. And quite often we are not in alignment as parents. We'll say one thing and we'll do another. And guess what the, how we know we watch our kids behavior and go, Oh, look what our kids are doing. They got that from me. And then when they grow up, their beliefs are from that experience. The same as you and I, like we got all our beliefs from our parents. And now when we run, run up against something that isn't working, we're trying to solve it from the beliefs of our parents, which aren't our beliefs. And so that's the work as a parent. I think the greatest gift you can give your child is by doing your inner work and totally and completely loving yourself. And then that will translate into your children loving themselves, self-love, and absolute abundance in all areas of their lives. Hello, Blissful Parenting. I'm Michelle Abraham, your host. I'm here today, and I have brought you a really cool guest. She is a dear friend of mine. Her name is Heather London. She is a life coach, a mindset mentor. She has a huge background in fitness and holistic nutrition, and I just love everything Heather's done. And I want to tell you the story about how we first met. But first, let's say hi to Heather. Hi, Heather. How are you doing? Hey, Michelle. Thanks for having me on. I'm so happy to have this conversation with you. You are so welcome. And it's really funny how we first originally met. And now that we're sitting here discussing this today, because when I first met Heather, she ran a company called Bodies by London. And it was a amazing program for moms with babies where you come into her gym and there'd be all these little bouncy chairs. They put your baby in and then you could focus on you for like the hour and like she'd be running around, make sure the babies are all good while the moms were working out. And I just loved that program so much. And I loved what you were able to do for moms. You're providing that space. So how did that all begin for you, Heather? Well, isn't it funny how our lives have paralleled each other, right? I love that. I love that synchronicity. But yeah, when we first met, I was like you in the same boat. I had young children and I was doing it all on my own. And I didn't want someone else to raise my kids because I I worked in the film industry. And so I changed over, got certified in fitness because that way I could bring my kids to work with me. So not only am I still working and providing but my kids are there with me and we're spending quality time together and I'm giving them a really good role model or example of what a healthy lifestyle looks like. Because I know for me, when I was pregnant with my kids and you are probably the same, you're like, I don't know what to do. I don't know uh, if I can exercise and I have no idea. And so uh, I found somebody that I trained with and it changed my life knowing that I can actually sweat and work really hard when I'm pregnant. And then after that's how you stay sane. When you have a baby, you can go crazy. But if you get out with other moms who are also in the same boat and get your sweat on and have one hour for yourself, it makes you a better mom, a better wife, a better everything. And so it was just meant to be for me. Absolutely. And how, how come that's so hard for a lot of us to do? Like, it's crazy. It's just one hour. And, you know, I really love that you provided that safe space for parents, for moms to bring the, the babies there. And also is like focusing on them. And I could see like, I, you know, I could see the moms and I experienced it myself where it's like, they also enjoyed that camaraderie, right? That talking to each other, relating to each other, like, oh, your baby does that too? Oh, mine too. And 
oh my gosh, like, and then the conversations and then like the hour class lingered into like one and a half hours. And then some of them would go for coffee afterwards. And then some of them would go for more walks afterwards. It was just building a community. So it was a really big community that you built, which I think is so important. So what did you intentionally set out to build a community like that to focus on moms? Or was that just is what the the byproduct was that you just having such a good intention of getting moms healthy and fit and having a role model for your kids? Well, that's a great question because I had forgotten why I created it until you mentioned that because at first I was um, doing these classes through a community center and I thought to myself, you know, this isn't what I want to create. I want to create a community. So if I'm going to different community centers, all these people in the women, moms in the same boat aren't meeting each other and supporting each other. And that's why I opened my own studio. Like just, uh, there was no question about it. I'm like, this is it. I'm opening the studio. And if you build it, they will come. And it, and it happened like even today, this was what, 13 years ago, I still talk to people that came to my classes with their new babies and they have become best friends with the other women they met in those classes. And those kids are growing up together and have become friends. And not only did we laugh together, but we cried together because, you know, it's a hard, hard, challenging time being a new mom and you feel like you're going crazy and you're the only one. But when you're surrounded by other women who will get you and hug you and pick you up and hold space for you and laugh and cry with you, it changes everything. So it was totally with the intention of building a community. And how do we do everything? How do we learn about everything is because that's what I experienced too. I was like on my own going, I need to talk to other people. I need to be out with other people. I need to get some sort of exercise and do something for myself. Because quite often new moms and moms in general, you know, we're martyrs. So we do everything for everybody else. But we need to remember that if we take the time to do something for ourselves, then everybody around us benefits. And it is the least selfish thing that you can do by doing something for yourself every single day as a new mom. Mm, I love that. Now, after running those kind of programs for so many years, you really got to see like the moms who got it and like were consistent and got results and like in, in immerse themselves in that. Plus there was a lot of moms that came and went and couldn't stay consistent. What do you think some of the traits are of the moms that were able to stay consistent? What, what were some of the things they were doing maybe different? I think that they really enjoyed it. You have to enjoy what you're doing and it has to be something that um, makes you feel good and it, and that you're getting results in. And I think that when you see people that don't carry on with that, because how, how we do one thing is how we do all things. So if you look at those people that didn't weren't consistent with it, you'll probably find that in their whole entire life, they're inconsistent. Mm, ouch. That's a good one. <laughs> so true. Yes, <laughs> it's true. As much as we don't like to admit that, that probably is very true. And so Absolutely. Yeah. And staying consistent. What are some of the benefits that you saw? Um, not only like, was it like physically, but what were some other maybe of the emotional, mental things that you saw uh, with the women that were really consistent? Well, I think besides the fitness part of it and the making new friends, it was that you can do anything because like I've said, being a new mom, it is really hard, especially when it's your first baby. Your second one is definitely easier because you know what to expect. But with your first baby, and you could tell in my studio, you could tell a first time mom versus a second or third time mom by when the baby would cry and the mom's reaction. You know, like a, a second or third time mom would be like, Heather will get that baby or, you know, whatever the baby's going to cry. And I just need to I'd finish my 
sit-ups or my jumping jacks or whatever it is, and then I'll, I'll get to the baby. But with a new mom, she was always watching her baby, and the second the baby made a sound, boom, she was all over the baby, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I really believe, too, that you can tell the birth order of a child because of the way the parents treat the children. You know, the first one, they're really careful in getting all the attention. Then the second, not so much in the third, fourth, fifth, sixth, they're like, you know, did we forget a child somewhere? Or what happened to little Johnny? You know, those ones are <laughs> very independent, those uh, further down the line. That's so funny. That's so true. (laughs) So now let's pivot. Like your boys were also at the studio. They were quite young too. So what was that like for them? And I'm sure now that they're a little bit older, they can tell you some of those things. But what did you think that did for them as being that young there? Well, I think it was a really great experience for them because they are social kids. It was a good experience because they could see that uh, living a healthy lifestyle is really important. And they made a ton of friends. Actually, the kids that would come to the studio, they would they would say, oh, I'm going to go visit Santos. My kids' name are Phoenix and Santos. They'd be like, oh, I'm going to go play with Santos or Phoenix. And they thought that they actually lived there because every time the kid went there, my kids were there. And so they made a ton of friends. And they actually were very uh, compassionate and empathetic towards babies. And so they would try to help out if babies were crying as well. So it was, I think, a wonderful experience. Uh, compared to what the alternative would be, would be somebody else raising my children. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. And now, like, um, let's talk about maybe like some of the healthy habits they've developed, maybe from seeing you do that as a mom who's been able to provide that as a, such a great role model for your kids. What do you think that's, you know, kind of been like for them? Well, I think just like any household, the kids take on what the parents demonstrate, not what they tell them, but what they demonstrate. And because that is where we learn our beliefs from. And so what the kids would, what my kids, boys would have learned from that is that fitness is important, but also nutrition. And because that's what I do at home, everything, what I do for them is I give them all the knowledge that I have and I let them do with it what they want. So it's like a smorgasbord. I just serve it all up and they take what serves them and they leave what doesn't. And I never push anything on them because my beliefs aren't their beliefs, right? So that's a key, I think, for as a parent in general, that's really, really important is to make sure that you can recognize who your child is and what they need. My biggest thing as a parent is to see what it is that they want and need and how can I support them in that, even if it's not what I want for them, because it's not my life. It's not my choice. And that's where I, you know, I differ from a lot of parents is I really very um, aware of not pushing my beliefs or wants or desires onto my kids. Mm, that's interesting. I love that the way that you've done that. So talking about serving up a smorgasbord, can you give us an example of maybe some something that somehow that you've done that in, in your life with your boys and how that's how that they've affected them or how yeah. what decisions they made from that? <laughs> Absolutely. And a re- the one that pops into my mind right away, I'm sure everybody can relate to is nutrition. Like I show them and tell them what clean foods are. Now they're 16 and 13. So they're teenage boys, right? And so I tell them and show them what clean foods are and they can make that choice. So for example, sometimes uh, my older son will be maybe he's breaking out a little bit with acne and he'll be like, I'm going to eat clean uh, so I can clear up my acne. So he knows that his acne is most directly related to the food he's putting into his body. Yes, of course, hormones play a role, but 
your skin is your largest organ. And when stuff is coming out of it, it's toxicity, right? So your body is either deficient in something or toxic in something. And if it's pushing things out of your skin, that's mean it's toxicity. And so they know that if they want to have clearer skin and more energy, then they'll eat clean foods and they know exactly what those foods are. And so it's just a choice that they're making in their head, but I don't harp on them and go, don't eat this, don't eat that. When I go to the grocery store, I'm like, hey guys, what are you eating this week? Like what's on the menu? What And one son will say, I'm eating super clean. So I'm like, okay, I'll get lots of apples and oranges and salads. And the other one will be like, yeah, I'm sort of clean. So I'm like, okay, I'll get you some cereal. Because uh, teenagers too, they, if you want them to feed themselves, you have to make easy stuff because that will be the biggest barrier between them being uh, self-sufficient, like doing for themselves and not is how easy is it? This is just a teenager thing, right? How easy is it? So that's um, one of the things. Another thing is, you know, I, I tell them that their results, their current moment is um, a reflection of choices they've made. And so if they don't like their current moment, then they can make different choices. It's up to them. Uh, they've created what what's going on for them right now, but the good news is they can create something different. And it's all by the choices that they make. And I leave that up to them. I teach them how to manifest and whether they do it or not, it's up to them. Like I don't push it on them, but they know it works. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes they'll forget about it. Or if they really want something, they'll manifest it and they'll come flying into the room and they'll be like, I love manifesting. This is what I created from my manifesting. It's so awesome. Right. And it's not something, it's not something that I push on them, but they, it's a tool that they have that they choose to use or not. I love that. I really love that you're not pushing your agenda or what you think they should be doing, that you're really just like giving that information and letting them choose what they want at that moment. It may not be like right now that information for them, but maybe down the road. Now, do you, I know you have some beliefs around parenting and how things start at the home and mindset. So can you just speak to that a little bit? What do you, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I think our thoughts create our results without a question. And so I always like to get them to look at their results and then backtrack it up from there mm. and go, okay, so this is the result you're getting. And it's, you know, there's many ways you can do it, but the easiest way to go is there's a circumstance. It's a neutral circumstance. Then you have a thought about it. And that thought creates a feeling. The feeling creates an action and the action creates a result. And so it's somewhere along there, something's in there that you don't want if you have a result that you don't want. And it's ultimately your thought creates your result. So the biggest thing is that they know that they're responsible for all the results in their life. It's not, nothing's happening to them. If they don't like it, they get to change it. And that's the awesome part of it. And if something comes up for them, then it's a, it's an opportunity to grow. I tell them or consider them my biggest growth partners. And it's not me teaching them. It's them teaching me like these kids because they're kids and they're, they're so, you know, fresh and pure energy kind of thing. They're just the best way to have a reflection of yourself and see what's really going on. And quite often, like my youngest is, he's the most, the wisest out of all three of us and the most mature, reasonable one. And my older one, he's very, if we get into some sort of a discussion, I have to stop and go, you know what? You are right. You are totally right. And I never saw it that way. So thank you for explaining it that way to me. And I can own that and be grateful that he's taught me this. And so my kids are my greatest growth partners. 
Mm, I love that. And just being able to be an adult and own something like that, like we're able to do that. Our kids don't get to learn that necessarily unless we're demonstrating that. So I love that. That's how you're demonstrating it to them. I think parenting is confusing for a lot of people and myself yes. included. Like there's no manual for this stuff. And it's like, it gets harder and harder the older they get. And it's like, oh, wait a second. I'm hearing like my own voices <laughs> coming back to me. <laughs> wait yeah. a second. Uh, yeah. hmm. what can we do here yeah there was that's one of the, one of my favorite moments of like I'm like wait that sounds like me <laughs> yeah, like verbatim right like word for word you're like yeah that's exactly what I said okay they're just repeating me oh no like yeah <laughs> oh man um yeah and so I love that you do work now as a life coach around breakthroughs and what's preventing people from having breakthroughs do you also use I mean you explained a little bit about a second ago but do you also kind of um use that like in your everyday everyday life with your kids Oh, absolutely. A hundred percent. Because I feel really blessed and lucky that I know what I know. Mm -hmm. And the reason I know what I know is because stuff came up for me and I dealt with it and I use the tools that work for me. I learn how to do it from the best and then I teach it to other people. And so I've taught this to my kids. And so my hope and what I feel really lucky about is that I'm teaching them at a young age so that they don't get into midlife and go, who am I? Why am I here? Like they will always follow their bliss, you know, like the hero's journey. They will always, always know that the happiness comes from within. And whenever I talk to my kids, uh, the, the biggest thing for my check-in is I ask them, you know, how are you feeling about yourself? Do you love yourself? And as long as they love themselves, everything else is good because I know they're coming from a place of love and appreciation. It's all inward. They're not looking outside of themselves for any kind of of answer or validation or anything like that. And so that's kind of my check-in is, do they love themselves? And I'll always ask them this question. I'll say, if you are coming up against something, you need to make a decision and you're not sure what to do, just ask yourself this question. How will I feel about myself if I make this choice? Because that's all that really matters, right? Not how will I feel like mom, not mom, but how will I feel about myself if I make this choice? And there's your answer. Mm, I love that. Now for all of us parents listening, how do I do that in my household? How do I do that? Um, is, do you have some tips for us just starting in this journey and teaching some good things? Because I think what you're teaching your kids and not only do I think, but I know what you're teaching your kids. Like if everyone did that at home, what a different world it would be outside in the playground, in the, on the soccer fields, in the sports fields, like in the high school hallways, like that would be a different, a different story than what hap what's happening right now. So what can we do if we're just starting on this journey to kind of start engaging our kids in, in those ways? Oh my gosh, you ask such good questions, girl. You are so good at this. You know, I, I believe that the biggest thing you can do is do your inner work because we lead by example, not by what we say. Our kids watch what we do and they don't listen to what we say. And quite often we are not in alignment as parents. We'll say one thing and we'll do another. And guess what the, how we know we watch our kids behavior and go, Oh, look what our kids are doing. They got that from me. And then when they grow up, their beliefs are from that experience. The same as you and I, like we got all our beliefs from our parents. And now when we run, run up against something that isn't working, we're trying to solve it from the beliefs of our parents, which aren't our beliefs. And so that's the work 
as a parent, I think the greatest gift you can give your child is by doing your inner work and totally and completely loving yourself. And then that will translate into your children loving themselves, self-love and absolute abundance in all areas of their lives. I love that. That's so well put. And I know you have a free gift for us that is going to be kind of one of those things like looking at where our, where things are stopping. So you tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, for sure. It's a, it's a free breakthrough challenge. And what it assists you in doing is finding out what your biggest limiting belief is, like what area of your life is coming up over and over and over again, and how you know that that's a limiting belief, and then what you can do about it. Because there's a, a couple of areas in our life where Like you can break them down just into a couple of areas, but if you don't know what to look for or how you know that you have this limiting belief, which is if it's a limiting belief, it's somebody else's belief and it's not serving you and you've got to crush that. That's what I like to say. Crush your old limiting beliefs so that you can find your passion and purpose and live the life that you are meant to live, not the life that you think your parents want you to live. Mm, Love that. That's great. So um, Heather, where can we find that? Um, It's on my website. Mm -hmm. And I also have a Facebook group. It's a private group where I go on and and give just talks like this. Mm -hmm. And anytime something comes up for me, I share it with my group because that's the best way is to learn through other people's experiences. I think it saves you a lot of time and money Mm -hmm. to find somebody who's doing what you do or living the life you want or that resonates with you and then learn from them because they've done all that hard work and now it's kind of like the Coles notes, right? So that's what I like to share in my Facebook group. And it's full of like-minded people, like people that are trying to find their passion and purpose because they know that there's more to life and that they're meant for more. Mm, I love that. And so the website, uh, you're going to, can you tell us what the link, where it is? Yeah. It's just called heatherlondon.ca. Awesome. Yeah. So heatherlinden.ca is where you can find the opt-in for the breakthrough and you can download that and then check out Heather's Facebook group as well. There's links to that. Yes. Yeah. That one's called Ignite Your Passion and Purpose. Mm, I love it. That sounds awesome. Well, Heather, thank you so, so much for doing what you do, uh, helping support uh, parents getting started in parenting and then now moving forward into life coaching and really helping mentor people around their mindset and these breakthroughs and the modeling that you're doing at home. I think is just so amazing. And I can't wait to start implementing some of those things that you're saying in our own home as well. So listeners out there in Blissful Parenting Community, I hope you heard what Heather said today because what she says is really the key to like success in our world because if we start at home and we start uh, modeling these behaviors oh my gosh what a difference the rest of the the school hallways and the fields and all these places our kids interact is going to be because they are learning to interact so peacefully (laughs) and they love themselves what's going to be like having a world where all the adults love themselves that would be amazing wouldn't it Absolutely amazing. Yeah. And you're doing something by having this podcast here and helping people sharing what people know to help all those other people that maybe don't know yet. So good for you. I absolutely love and adore you, Michelle. Oh, thank you, Heather. Thanks so much for being here today. We can't wait to have you back again and tell us more exciting things. In the meantime, Blissful Parenting Community, make sure you head over to heatherlondon.ca and find out more about Heather. Take care, Heather. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you for listening to the Blissful Parent Podcast. For complete transcriptions of this show, as well as helpful links to resources mentioned in this episode, please visit our website at theblissfulparent.com.